0: This is All Things Therapy, where we are changing consciousness one conversation at a time. And I'm Lisa Tahir, your host. hi there welcome to all things Therapy podcast. I am Lisa Ta here your host. This is the last podcast recording of 2023 and the guest I have I think is really a a wonderful person to speak to this time where we're sort of in between the years as it was shared with me once and I really liked how that felt where I think a lot of us are, reflecting on our past year and even years before that, looking ahead at 2024 with some hope, with some desires, with some dreams, with some intentions. And I think it's standard to want a better year for ourselves than what we just went through and and all the years past. So I really support you in setting intentions, setting desires and really letting yourself go wild with them without limitations, really imagining the possibilities that you want to experience next year and in the years that move forward. And time, I often think about it. It's arbitrary. It's it's person-made, man-made, however you think of that, for us to organize and plan our lives. But know that everything's unfolding in an infinite continuum of possibilities. And when we really have hope and line up our desires with our beliefs, it's when things start to happen and manifest for us. And with that, I'm going to share with you about Megan Mary. Megan, I'm going to bring you in the stream as I introduce you. Welcome. Thank you. You are a, a, you are an intuitive dream analyst You host the Women's Dream Enlightenment podcast, where I was a guest, and your show is ranked a top 20 spiritual awakenings podcast. Congratulations on that. Thank you. You're welcome. And you specialize in the analysis of women's dreams, and you love to help us understand the symbolic imagery that our dreams hold to help us discover more of our life purpose. Would that be accurate?
1: Yes, absolutely. Welcome. Thank you, Lisa. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: It's a pleasure to have you as my guest since you graciously had me as yours a (laughs) few months ago. And, you know, I'm curious, how do you see this time? Uh, One year concluding and another year beginning. Do you have kind of a way you'd like to move into the next year?
1: I like what you said about it being a time of reflection, and that works perfectly with dream work because it really is a self-reflection. And I'm not huge on um, New Year's resolutions, but I do feel that it's important to always assess, no matter what the time of year is, where you are in your life and if you're really in alignment or not, and if you're really fulfilling what your higher purpose and potential is.
0: I like that. And that's why I deliberately did not use the word resolution because I think it sets us up to sometime feel like we don't have what it takes to reach our goals in contrast to when we have an intention. An intention to me is like a working template, like a working document that you can change and edit as time moves onward because our intentions you know our source from a good place within us of, of wanting healthy positive wonderful things and then being able to kind of tweak it as we live some life and maybe change like oh i thought i wanted that but what i really want is this so it allows us to to change our minds
1: yes and intention is also really important with manifestation right yeah. because you have to have that intention and that dedication, but also really just that spark and consciousness in order to bring it into reality.
0: Yes. So Megan, I like in your work where you talk about our, you talk about dreams as stories, and you talk about how we dream in our own unique dream language, which I hadn't heard before. Where do you want to begin with mm-hmm. unpacking our dreams and the information they contain for us?
1: Yes. So I really do believe that dreams are stories. I believe that they're stories put together with all the puzzle pieces from our subconscious. And our subconscious is really a culmination of everything that we've experienced in our life as well as past lives, if you believe in that. And it's really just everything that we know or believe to be true, which may or may not be true, uh, <laughs> but it does inform all of our waking life's decisions. So it's important to tap into that and and unearth what the foundation is that we're operating on. And dreams help us do that. So Um, unlike a dream dictionary, I feel that the best way to decode your dream is to learn to decipher its own unique language. And I feel that everybody has their own dream language. And by that, I mean that a symbol or an object or a place in a dream is not going to have the same association and meaning for me as it is for you. Right. So we don't want to give it a general generalization. We want to really have it be personalized meaning. And so when we're able to do that, and we're able to decipher and decode it, then we can realize what its presence means in the story. And then we can start to look at the story as a mirror for our waking life and as a metaphorical message, instruction, suggestion about where we can go.
0: And so what does that look like when someone works with you?
1: So I have a method that I use. that's called the dream mirror method. Okay. And it's really just four steps. It's basically memory, um, mood, mirror, and metaphor. Okay. So the memory is where you record your dream. You start keeping a dream journal. You write it down when you first wake up. You write it down in as much detail as you can remember. Mm-hmm. And you give your dream a title. Uh-huh. So, some, you know, if it were a story what would this be? And that really helps you kind of summarize it. Yeah. But in, in, the, in the dream record, I don't want you to gloss or summarize. I want you to really say every detail. Okay. Next is mood. And that's where I'm going to also have you write down, okay, the mood that you went to sleep in, um, when you went to sleep, how you felt, when you experienced the dream, what were the emotions mm. at play? And then when you woke up, how did you feel? Okay. So then we're going to do the mirror stage, which is where it really takes on that personal aspect. So I'm going to ask you a series of questions about all the different elements in your dream, the people, the places, the actions, the numbers, the elements, the, you know, everything that happens and plays out. And I'm going to draw out those threads from your subconscious, about what those associations are with those things, why those things are there, where that places you in the story in terms of what the, what the theme is. Okay. And then lastly, metaphor, where we look at, take all those things that we've pulled out of your subconscious and then say, okay, how is this a metaphor for your waking life? Instead of looking at the dream in a literal way Or assuming that it's nonsensical just because it's nonlinear and we don't understand it. How can that be a metaphorical parable or instruction about your current waking life situation? And... What I also like to do after that is what I call dream integration, where then I use different modalities to help you incorporate the wisdom that you've gained by doing that process. And that can be journaling or affirmations, sound frequency, healing, meditation, whatever will help you then integrate the subconscious knowledge into your conscious conscious existence. Experience. Experience.
0: Mm -hmm. And what do people experience, Megan, when they work with you and start to have this deeper understanding about what their dreams mean and want to show them?
1: A lot of aha moments. So a lot of times people will say, wow, I would have never thought about it that way. Um, I'm so glad that I brought this to you because many times it could be a nightmare for example yeah. and they just think that it's really disturbing that it has no value they don't really want to um have to look at it and then they realize oh there's actually like the silver lining to this and it's mm. actually not as bad as i thought and i can actually awesome. can, i can actually transmute and transform this experience and they do more hope
0: like hopefulness yes. i sense
1: Which is why I call it dream empowerment, essentially, Mm -hmm. because I feel that it's very empowering when you're no longer a observer or even worse, a victim of your dream experience, but you're empowered by it.
0: I like that so much. How does this... I'm remembering as you're talking, Megan, a number of years ago, I interviewed someone and he was talking about lucid dreaming and being able to develop skills to actually like create outcomes while you're in a dream state that are desired. Instead of you just kind of watching the movie, you're actually in the movie responding to things as if you were awake and, and doing it. Can you talk to us about that? Yes. Your beliefs and thoughts about that.
1: Absolutely. So, lucid dreaming is a very powerful application of dream work. And it allows you to recognize that you're in the state of dreaming while you're in it, and then influence the course of the dream for your own transformational benefit, right? Yeah. Um, You can also do what's called dream manifestation, where You actually write down in your journal before you go to bed what you intend to dream. And the power of intention, as we were talking about, then can really work with your subconscious in tandem to produce that scenario in your dream. So both of those are possible. And both of those can be very empowering, can allow you to not only create dreams of your choosing, but even more so to change dreams that can be disturbing or upsetting so if you have a recurring dream for example that might be a disturbing dream if you are able to attain a state of lucidity then you can recognize oh it's that dream again i'm dreaming Mm. and then you can actually say you know what i want to be over here right now or i'm not going to do this this way i'm going to i'm going to do something different and create a different outcome yeah which can essentially break the cycle of that recurring dream because you're actively participating in it and applying your intention to change the outcome
0: very cool so we can learn to do that hmm okay yes. and do you help people with that as well
1: I do and so that's one of the applications of lucid dreaming and dream manifestation they can they can they're two different um, applications, but they're, you know, they're not as advanced as some people think. Um, It just takes, like anything, dedication and practice.
0: Yeah. How did you get into this
1: work? Well, I was always really interested in my dreams ever since I was little. When I was younger, I had amazing flying dreams and I also had uh, recurring nightmares And I wanted to understand them. I wanted to know what they meant. And I would look in the dictionary and I could never really, every time I looked, it was something different. And I could never find for me what it meant. And it wasn't until I became very ill as an adult that I had sort of a medical crisis that led me to a much stronger inner wisdom. I started meditating on a regular basis and, really tapped into other parts of my consciousness that I had laid kind of set aside and okay. realized that the dreams had been there for me all along and that I was ignoring them, which a lot of people do. And when you ignore them, sometimes they just, you'll say, well, I don't remember my dreams. Well, that was sort of a decision at some point in your okay. life where you kind of subconsciously said, "No." Nope, I'm turning this off. I don't want to hear this anymore. And mm-hmm. so you can also consciously turn it on, conversely, and say, "Okay, I'm ready to hear now what you have to say." And I love that. Yeah, let's explore this. And so when I did that, I, I really just started getting all sorts of instruction and and guidance, saying, "You you know you need to share this with others because this is um, something that's really become." Um, you know, ignored in culture that we don't really have a place in culture to talk about our dreams, and everybody is doing it every night
0: truly. and people, I think I think it's it's like beyond cultures and and everything to be fascinated with dreams. and they've been something kind of mystical and or mystified and hard to decipher. And I think we're all curious about what do they mean? What are they here for? Like, why am I dreaming? Or why don't I remember my dreams? I feel like it's like an ancient thing that connects us.
1: Very much so. And really, science, you know, there's been tons of sleep studies and dream studies. And I find them all fascinating. But at the end of the day, we, we're just hypothesizing. We're not really sure um, what we, where we go when we dream and what the purpose is of them. So I've always found it to be so mysterious and mystical too, that it's really always drawn me um, as one of those big mysteries of life. And,
0: and I love how you said a few moments ago that it, my paraphrase, it, it's not necessarily that hard. I think we've just been told that it is because there's not a lot of, of just easily available. We're not taught in school how to navigate dreams and the messages they have. And maybe one day we will and how valuable that would be to from an early age to know that our dreams are here as information for us to aid and assist us. And I think it'd make it easier to, to do what, what you discovered in your own life and are helping women to do.
1: Yes, absolutely. I think it should be part of uh, all... All of our societies, you know, it's only part of certain ones and um, Montague Allman called it dream appreciation and felt that it really isn't just the realm of psychotherapists anymore, that it should be accessible to the people and that the people should feel that they can do this work themselves and that and understand that there's a, a benefit and teach it to their children and use it in their lives.
0: Absolutely megan i want to share a nootropic that i love and when we come back i'd love to hear more about how you're on insight timer you're also a sound healer and an author so i'll be right back with you in a moment awesome so y'all nootropics adaptogens what are they how can they help us i did not know until in the last year magic mind came across my desk, and I have been drinking Magic Mind for a while now. It's a little three-ounce herbaceous shot, and what I love about it is that I actually start to feel more relaxed and at peace, even when I'm already relaxed and at peace. It's like my mind and the tasks of the day, they seem to reorganize and find their rightful place where I don't feel anxious about getting them all done, and instead I'm able to just do the things that actually need to be done today, and I'm able to let the other things go on a list for another time with a lot of ease. And Magic Mind contains wonderful ingredients like cordyceps mushrooms, lion's mane mushrooms, vitamin C, echinacea. Matcha, ceremonial grade matcha, which contains a compound called L theanine. L theanine helps the positive aspects of caffeine to be extended. So I'll drink Magic Mind next to my morning cup of coffee. And I used to drink three cups of coffee a day. Now I have one, and I feel totally satisfied and awake, alert, and present because that L theanine helps me to stay focused without being jittery. And some of you that drink a lot of coffee, it tears up your stomach lining. It's really not good for you. So if you want to try Magic Mind, go to magicmind.co forward slash Lisa, my first name. And you can take either 20% off a one-time purchase to try them out or 56% off a subscription, a monthly subscription. It's more of a discount. And check it out and let me know. Magic Mind, it's a beautiful delicious, gluten-free. I think it has five calories. It's it's cruelty-free, vegan, paleo, all of those things. And it delivers to you all of the adaptogens and nootropics. It's an anti-inflammatory. It's an antioxidant. Things really good for the cells of our body. Megan, I'm going to bring you back in. Hello.
1: Yes, I, I, as you were speaking about that, I thought there must be L-theanine in that, and I just want to sing the praises of L-theanine because, yes, I take that every day, and it's wonderful. It's
0: really wonderful. Mm-hmm. How do you take it?
1: Um, I take the L-theanine just by itself. because um, okay. I don't drink coffee. Yeah. yeah. But But um, yeah, I take take that one in the morning, two at night. It's Fantastic.
0: Oh, that's really good to know. Yes. Do you but you know I didn't plan to ask. This question, are there any supplements that help us with our, with our dreams, with accessing them?
1: Yeah, there, there probably are. And I haven't gotten into that realm yet. But, um, you know, I personally, um, I, I've, I've read a number of, of, of them. I'm not going to name any specifics, but yeah. um, I know that there's tons out there that will help you with sleep, right? Because is, you have to get restful sleep to get proper um, REM. And mm-hmm. so if you're having disruptive sleep, of course, the one benefit I will say is if you wake up a lot, you're gonna be—you're not going to get a lot of peaceful rest, but it does actually help you remember your dreams when you wake up in the middle of the night, um, particularly if it's in the early morning hours, because that is when we have our longest, most complex dreams towards the end of our sleep cycle. Mm-hmm. And that resonates can, with me. Yeah, those can be really, um, you know, long, like up to a half hour long and very complex. Wow. And if we wake up in that, what they call the angel hour or whatever, at like three or four in the morning, um, you can sometimes capture all that at that time. Wow. Do you help people
0: with sleep hygiene as well so that they can have greater remembrance of their dreams? Like how to help I'm- people get off the screen, you know, like ease themselves into sleep.
1: Mm-hmm. It, it's good to have those practices as well as like the blue light um, blockers, whether okay. you have those or not, you can also, you know, put it on your phone or your computer um, just to try and have those. Um, the, the blue light will help with your natural melatonin production, um, okay. which can of course help with the, with the sleep cycle. Um, once you go to bed.
0: Okay, I didn't realize you can add those to your phone or computer.
1: Yeah, there is. um, There's apps for it, and there's also, uh, I believe, there's built-in settings on some phones um, that allow you to either just, um, yeah, turn turn down the light at a certain time of night. So, like in the evening when the sun goes down, to automatically have it taper down. But you can also have um, apps that will um, take out the, yeah, the blue light.
0: Thank you for that, Megan. Mm-hmm. Tell us about being a sound healer and author.
1: Okay. So part of my spiritual journey and part of my healing journey involved realizing that sound healing was really something that I was called to that I enjoyed. And I ended up organizing a summit of um, 11 women on 11 um, to have them all come in and Talk about how they use sound healing in their practice, and it was amazing because there was uh, tuning forks, crystal bowls, women just using their voice, and in my dream sessions, sound frequencies, specifically the solfeggio frequencies, are ones that I use and recommend to people based on what the theme and the content is of their dream. And so there's different frequencies that have different beneficial effects. And so perhaps if you are looking to overcome fear and guilt, you'll listen to a specific frequency and so on. And so that was really um, one of the modalities that I um, gladly integrated into my practice of dream work. And also as an author, so of course, I started writing my uh, first novel based on a dream which wow. so many people get inspiration from their dreams they can be an incredible source of creativity and yeah. of course uniqueness because our our library and our in our subconscious is is unique to us and so it started as that um, and it's uh, the manuscript is finished now I'm happy to say so congratulations yeah, yes um, getting getting on onto the publishing pathway now with yes. that um, but it's a it's an enchanting Halloween themed um, mystery, fantasy, fiction novel. And so I'm really excited to bring that into um, really sort of my public persona because although I plan on writing a nonfiction book for whatever reason the fiction one was first, but it really is a story about a woman and her self-discovery. And it involves, her dreams. And as she tries to unravel the disappearance of her eccentric aunt, she really starts listening to her dreams. And so it's very much a a timely tale and does tie in with the transformational work that I'm doing for women in real life.
0: I love it. And I know from listening to you on Insight Timer and reviewing your website with y'all to definitely check out womensdreamanalysis.com as well as your link tree is at Women's Dream Analysis. And you talk about loving Halloween from being a little girl and really noting how the veil is thin between the worlds and just from such a young age having intuitive abilities. So your book, it sounds like it, your novel really ties all that together.
1: It does, yes. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and then
0: uh, you also offer a 90-day program, and I wondered if you could share with our listeners and viewers how somebody can reach you if they want to learn more about the language of their personal dreams and, and work with you.
1: Yes, absolutely. So I offer a what I call the Women's Empowerment Program, and it's a 90-day program where we work very closely together. And what I've done, it was inspired by uh, Tesla saying that the secrets to the universe are in the numbers three, six, and nine. So oh I used that as the foundation for this program. And it basically takes place over 90 days. And you get six dream sessions. And then um, weekly check-ins through Voxer, which is kind of like WhatsApp. Yeah, And then you also get Three custom meditation tracks that are created specifically for you that include the solfeggio sound frequencies that are based on your dream content. So you choose three dreams that you want to work on, and I create a meditation track for you that takes you back into that dream scenario and gives you the transformational work that you need to integrate it um, into your waking life and really have it be that eternal transformational tool that you can use in such a personalized level.
0: Awesome. It sounds really comprehensive. Yes. And lastly, will you talk to us about your podcast, Women's Dream Enlightenment Podcast?
1: Yes. So I started the podcast, um, the... Theme really is uh, deep discussions, dream interpretations, and stories of spiritual awakening, and so that's what you get. It's um, by women for women, and so you get um, different interviews with women who've been walking their own spiritual path, what they've discovered about themselves on that journey, as well as live dream interpretations with gracious volunteers who come on and share their dreams with the world and I interpret them live on the show.
0: Very cool. How long have you done your show?
1: I started it this year. So it's been, um, I guess, six or seven months.
0: Yeah. Oh, you're such a natural. I would think you've been doing it much longer. By.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: Megan, what do you want to leave us with today?
1: I want to encourage everybody to listen to your dreams because they really do have messages. And those messages are just for you. And so a dream is like an unopened letter. And if you really find yourself seeking guidance outside of yourself continually, consider that you actually have a universal higher wisdom within yourself. And it's just there waiting for you to tap into it.
0: That's awesome. I really appreciate you taking your time today with us. And I I love that you're my last episode of 2023, I felt like talking about dreams and, and their personal meaning to us and that you've learned it is a personal language. It's just really exciting. And it takes it out of the realm of just this kind of one meaning fits all. Um, you know, like a snake is about sexuality and, exactly. you know, water is just about emotion, like, and really like we are gifted with this imagery to help us know more about ourselves and about life.
1: Yes, you said it right.
0: (laughs) And I think it's important for people to take this into their, their new year and allow this to be a component of, of something to open up to.
1: Yes, absolutely. I think it's a great, I think it's the ultimate in women's self care is what I say. And I think it's a great way to do that introspection and that self discovery.
0: Totally. Thank you, Megan. And I hope you have a a great rest of your day.
1: Thank you so much, Lisa.
0: You're welcome. Y'all, that concludes today's show with Megan Mary. Check out her podcast, Women's Dream Enlightenment. It's really good. It's really interesting. Very unique topics and guests. And reach out to her to learn more about your dreams at womensdreamanalysis.com. If you're interested in working with me, please reach out. I'm at nolatherapy.com. It stands for New Orleans, Los Angeles Therapy. You can find me at therapy on Instagram, on YouTube, and all of my love to you. And I really am sending heartfelt love and blessings and healing and just that we all really have a wonderful year unfolding in 2024 and beyond. Mwah and that's a wrap thank you be sure to subscribe rate and review all things therapy on the platform you're listening from and let's connect on instagram facebook and youtube at nola therapy the abbreviation for new orleans los angeles therapy reflecting my two favorite cities And let's keep changing consciousness, one conversation at a time.